every Friday, and this this one's going to take a while. This edition of the flamethrower is going to take a while because uh, after our conversation with Alberta Premier Daniel Smith in studio, you had a lot to say. And so we're going to give you the floor here. And these are the vetted ones, okay? But when the people speak, we listen. So Real Talkers here, we're asking you to bring the heat. We want to hear it. All right, presented by our friends at the DQs of Northwest Edmonton and Sherwood Park. This is the Flamethrower. Anna wrote in, and I love this. She says, Ryan, I didn't know who to send my thoughts to except to you. Hey, that means a lot, Anne. I appreciate it. She says, I want the Premier to know that I understand where she's coming from with all of her pronouncements about Alberta being, you know, special and needing fair treatment, but I don't agree one bit. She says, uh, that totally sickens me because I always thought that there were, like, sacrifices that had to be made to be part of a great country, and I hate that my tax dollars are being spent to spew misinformation about having, like, power blackouts. She said that's not a government thing. That's a power company thing. Uh, She says, and spewing misinformation to all of Canada that, that Alberta is like the loan revenue source for the country and that taking our province out of the pension plan will somehow be better for, for us. It won't in the long run. It's simply going to weaken Canada. Talk about creating animosity toward Alberta across the entire nation. Or are we just trying to let people know how rednecked we really are? Are we being set up to separate from Canada and become our own little fiefdom? I don't think that's a great idea. I think it's time for the Premier to get out of the pocket of the Alberta First people and understand that everybody gives up a little to be able to be part of something far bigger. That from Anne. This one from Jennifer, who says, I was alarmed to hear on Real Talk that the Premier's considering the idea of of not helping students obtain high school diplomas. She seems to have no understanding of what's happening to help the poor students who sit lost at desks, as she put it. There's already a program where high school students can start and work and obtain credit towards a future apprenticeship career. There's also many levels of high school courses and other trade courses for kids. It's well documented documented that kids with high school diplomas have higher incomes, more job opportunities, and higher health and wellness. Those that do not complete high school, well, that's not their story. Is this the government's plan to pay less for education to get young kids working sooner? Like, kids in grade 10 are like 15, 16 years of age. I'm not sure kids at that age should make decisions like dropping out of high school early. I mean, is this the new age of majority? I hope the government remembers that if they try to pass other legislation around kids making choices. She says, your interview with the Premier was okay, Ryan, but this education bit was just bizarre. That from Jennifer. Thanks, Jennifer. We appreciate you taking the time. Alex says, after listening to Jespo and Premier Smith, I heard that clip of the throne speech where it was like Albertans are tired of open-air drug use in tent cities or something like that. My immediate reaction was like, okay, if they admit that open-air drug use is a problem, why have they closed supervised consumption sites in Calgary and Lethbridge? I think those were done under the Kenny administration. Alex is right. Says, but still, does the government plan to open more sites or at least replace the closed ones? Right? Like I heard more police officers mentioned as a solution in the throne speech, but nothing about consumption sites. Do they have a reason why they think more police officers will reduce open air drug use better than supervised consumption sites would? Alex will let that question ruminate. We'll let it percolate. This one from David who says, why doesn't the premier provide the names of industry experts she references in defense of her position on the net zero grid? Like why don't they reference published works or the results of applied experience? Because these anti-progress statements about renewables and battery storage are canned alt-right talking points from the U.S. 
He says this plan, the Alberta government's plan, is to give more of our money to oil and gas and energy companies. That from David. Carol writes in and says, I've worked most of my life and contributed to my CPP in all caps to help supplement my retirement, all caps. Why does the UCP feel they have the right to take my money and gamble it with an Alberta pension plan? That from Carol. Deborah wrote in, earmuffs, kids, and says, I am so, I'm going to read it word for word, I am so fucking tired of the fucking commercials about the APP and the fucking mail-outs, and I am so tired of this shit. I will never support anything to do with this shit. I was willing to listen to a responsible discussion, but with all this shit, they can stuff it. Not from Deborah. Have we mentioned the Dairy Queen stuff burger? No, I, okay. Uh, <laughs> Brad writes in to say, the take that the Premier has on grade 11 and 12 on Real Talk is deplorable. There's more to school than prep for university. What about letting 16 and 17-year-olds still be kids? It's really close. It feels like creating child labor. I mean, she evokes the mental health of teenagers to support this. How about the UCP simply doesn't cut funding to public schools? What about counseling in schools? How disgusting is it to encourage kids if the system fails, just quit, rather than take action to improve the the system. I mean, I know university isn't for everyone, says Brad, but give me a break. He says, this is why conservatism will never be palatable to me. That from Brad. Brian says, once again, our premier is showing how out of touch the government is. Talking about changing the education system to push kids into the trades. We have a program. It's called the Registered Apprenticeship Program, the RAP program. It's been around for years. Students get hours credited towards their apprenticeship and they get a high school diploma. They don't get railroaded out of high school after grade 10, right? The RAP program is a fantastic option for those who choose it, but it should not be forced upon kids. I don't think anyone's forcing it, Brian, but still, he says, if they truly want to have more of our students choose trades, they should fund shop classes and other skills classes with more dough. That from Brian. And this from Norm. Norm felt like he was misrepresented in an email that I read to the Premier. Remember that one about Margaret Thatcher, about how referendums were the tools of, of dictators and demigods? Well, Norm says, I just wanted to follow up. Here on Real Talk, we always want to make sure we respect that. He says, I was not suggesting that the Premier call a snap election six months after the last one. I was saying she should campaign on an Alberta pension plan next election. And then if she wins, go ahead. What's the hurry? A referendum on the Olympics or daylight savings time is a little bit different than an Alberta a pension plan, right? He says, in relevance, this is probably next to the question around separating from Canada. He says, I've seen political procedure, you know, campaign on it, have a referendum, you know, just a question like how many people participated in the fair deal panel? Is it 300,000, 30,000, 3,000? He says 12,000 people participated in those phone-in consults. I think they got through like 17 calls. The rest of the people just heard government propaganda. The premier has left herself many off-ramps to escape Political consequences. That from Norm. The flamethrower is proudly presented by our friends at the Dairy Queens of Northwest Edmonton and Sherwood Park. That's Palisades, Nemeo, Newcastle, Westmount, and Baseline Road. When you head there in-store or through the drive-thru, you let them know. Real Talk sent you. Thanks for being a part of this week's shows, friends. Have an amazing weekend, and we'll see you right back here on Monday. Monday.